0: This is the Out and Off Beat Podcast.
1: Hey, hey, oddballs! Welcome to the odd and offbeat podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever unprecedented Louis
0: Fox. That's right. I can never be president because they unprecedented me.
1: <laughs> you can never be president because uh, you know they'll look into your past and they'll you know bring up some stuff that uh, <laughs> is not flattering for the
0: Louis Fox image. It's not presidential at all. so now you gotta
1: get cool about some stuff
0: yep so (laughs) i'm looking at you right now we're so we're doing this remotely
1: and uh you you're letting your hair go i am man i don't know i'm 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 at a minute mini mini fro phase yeah and uh i don't know man i don't know what to do with my hair i got hair that is really unstylable it's just like curly fro (laughs) and uh i would say it's like a you know it's like a jewish fro
0: uh it was like uh,
1: a Mormon fro, I guess. There you
0: go. The morphro. <laughs> the morphro <laughs> Sounds like a, the worst superhero ever.
1: Uh, yeah. I don't know what to do with it. You know, it's we're going into the winter. I don't know how professional I have to look. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, everyone knows
0: everyone lets themselves go in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, dude, we just hired Matt for our corporate gig.
1: He sure looks scraggly. And they're like, I do get that winner. a lot. I do get that a lot. I don't get a lot of repeat gigs.
0: Let's just say that. <laughs> Number one comment, <laughs> hairstyle.
1: Uh, so you back, man. You know, you're doing shows in Arizona, but you're flying back to be home Mondays and Tuesdays. Uh, are you happy with that decision?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, I get to sit on a plane. I had a baby who was scratching me with its like sharp fingernail the whole flight. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I was trying to be good and not be like a Karen and complain to the, it was it was a single mom. Like, I don't know if she was single, but it was a lady and the baby. Uh-huh. I'm assuming it was the mom because she breastfed it at one point. Uh, so <laughs> just, that's just a leap. I'm yeah, making. that's always awesome. So, but the baby was would just like reach its finger over and like scratch my forearm, like rub Jeez. it against my, and I'm like, I don't want to be a jerk and be like, hey, get your baby off my arm. So I didn't say anything. And then I mentioned it to Carrie Lynn and she's like, you should have told her. No one wants stranger DNA under their baby's fingernails.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not down with the baby. It's like, you know, I don't understand. First of all, I don't understand why you have to stow your laptop. You can't have your laptop on your lap, but you can have a baby. Like somehow that's going to do less damage flying around the <laughs> compartment than a laptop is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I never understood that. And I never understood why babies fly for free. Shouldn't we be charging them more? I find that to be ridiculous.
0: Yeah. It says you can carry on a bag and a personal item, not a bag, a personal item, and a baby. And I should another person. <laughs>
1: Right? Like if I go to the checkout counter, I'm like, I would like one ticket for me and one babe in arms. Yeah. They're like, "Uh, sir, that is your wife. I'm like,
0: well, (laughs) exactly. She's going to sit on my lap. She self-identifies as an infant. (laughs) doesn't count
1: as a babe. What are you trying to say?
0: (laughs) You're ruining my role play.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I'm not down with the baby, man.
0: Yeah, I was trying to be good and then it turns out I'm supposed to I let the the mom know that the baby is going to somehow implicate me in a murder later because it's got my DNA under its fingernail.
1: Uh hey yeah, your baby is stabbing me
0: with its sharpened nail.
1: <laughs> it's uh, yeah, a point. I mean there's nothing really you can say about that. I don't know what you would how you would approach that.
0: I know. That's a no win unless I go to like the stewardess and I'm oh, the stewardess in my area who is also pregnant so she probably would not have been sympathetic to my plight
1: babe and belly yeah
0: so many so many
1: stowaways on this flight all right louis well, was good to see you back in seattle let's get some stories yep And now for some weird news. This story comes from
0: geekreporter.com. That's a news source more reliable than a Turkish sauna in Syria. No, you don't think you can get a good Turkish bath in Syria? (laughs) No, you can't, because they're mortal enemies.
1: (laughs) Well, you don't think there's underground, you know? Just because you're enemies means you can't enjoy your
0: enemies, you
1: know, uh, luxuries. (laughs)
0: That's what they do. That's the whole reason serious fighting Turkey is to take all of their their saunas. I don't know. Who knows? Drunk Turkish man reported missing
1: joins search party for himself. I like that no one thought to text this dude. Be like, hey, what's up? Are you? Well, there is a picture of this dude, and he doesn't look like the, much of a
0: texter. <laughs> He's not on Snapchat.
1: A missing drunk Turkish man had the shock of his life when he realized he had joined a search party looking for himself on Tuesday. Bahan Mutli, 50, was reported missing by his wife after she couldn't get in contact with him for a few hours and he didn't
0: return home. I know, like my wife can't get in contact with me for a couple hours and they're throwing a party over here. They're having a mock funeral. (laughs) She's remarried. (laughs) How do you already have seven kids? I've only been gone three hours. <laughs> Mulu, who lives in a city called
1: Inegal in the northwestern province of Bursa, was not in danger. He was simply
0: out drinking with some friends. See, this is like he installed that drunk text app that doesn't let him talk to all of his exes and his wife. So right? that's why he couldn't couldn't get back.
1: And plus, he's I guess his wife didn't know he was out drinking in the woods. Is that that is unclear in the story if he had told his wife that she was he was going out into a place that was.
0: Well, I guess she had to know cuz she sent the search party, right? Yeah, here's the this dude is like reliving his teenage years. He's 50 years old and he's drinking in the forest. <laughs> he also had to stand outside the liquor store and give someone money to go in and buy the booze for him. The man
1: wandered into the forest after his drinking party and his friends couldn't locate him. They joined his
0: wife when she reported him missing. So, I'm curious though, like they're using party like is drinking party like the group he was drinking with yes, or he was just like I having
1: what it said in a separate article it said that it was just a couple of his friends okay while walking through the dense forest Mootlu encountered teams of first responders and locals who had formed a search party for a missing person
0: i so hope and i hope this isn't a spoiler because uh, i didn't read the whole article but i so hope that the the search party turns into an angry mob when they realize they've been wasting their time with this guy <laughs> Moved by
1: the search party, Mutlu decided to help the search as well, and no one involved realized that he was the object of their search.
0: I just love how these people are like searching for a missing dude. They come upon him, and they're like, "Hey, you want to help us search for a missing dude?" He's like, "Yeah, right." He's like, "Let, let
1: me see a picture of this dude. Ah, he's handsome. Ugly. <laughs> what an ugly dude. He'll be easy to find. <laughs> he, he belongs in the woods. <laughs> the drunk Turkish look, man. Look help- under,
0: look under a bridge. He's clearly a troll." <laughs>
1: He does look a little trollish. (laughs) The drunk Turkish man helped search for the missing person for hours before realizing that he himself had been reported missing. I don't know. Can a drunk person really commit to a couple hours of walking around? He
0: he was just walking off the booze. Oh,
1: maybe he only discovered that the search party had been organized to find him when he heard first responders and volunteers shouting his own name. I like how it took them a
0: couple hours before someone finally was
1: like, Hey, Mulu, Mutlu! Yeah, right. <laughs> the man shouted, I'm here! To the great confusion of his search party colleagues, who had been searching for the missing man for hours. <laughs> Mutlu then informed authorities that indeed he himself was the person they were looking for. The authorities took a statement from the drunk man and then
0: took him home. What kind of statement do you need? Just check his ID, slap him on the butt, and send him home.
1: Yeah, right? Well, maybe they needed to figure out why he was wandering in the
0: woods uh. like, i'm looking for the missing person i'm i'm doing some i'm trying to find myself out here yeah, after right. after two hours drinking in the woods i feel like we've i found myself
1: With your help, I found myself. (laughs) Reportedly, the drunken man was worried that his family would be upset with him for the debacle. Although it seems improbable, this is not the first instance of a missing person joining their own search party.
0: Oh, wow.
1: A tourist in Iceland had a similar experience in 2012 while visiting the country's extraordinary volcanic region in the south. The woman visited the site on a tour bus with other tourists. The group was given time to explore the canyon, which is popular with nature-loving tourists. The tourist was reported missing after she failed to return in the allotted time and didn't come back to the bus
0: even after the driver waited another hour. The twist in this, like an M. Night Shyamalan movie, she actually was the driver. She found the Turkish guy. (laughs) Yeah. They
1: found each other and they fell in love. (laughs) A search team descended upon the area shortly, and all of the tourists aided in the search party, including the missing tourist herself. Hours after the search began, it was called off when the authorities discovered that the woman had been on the bus the whole time and even helped search for herself.
0: You know what I love is all these missing people have hearts of gold. But they're just like going to help randos look for a rando.
1: Well, what's weird is that she, obviously someone on the bus reported that she was missing,
0: yep. yet didn't
1: recognize that she was looking for that person. like That's very unusual. So yeah, someone yeah. was
0: able to recognize her enough to report that she's gone. Yeah, because she was on the bus with these people. It wasn't like someone they've never seen, unless it, unless it was a, a nature-loving tour for blind people. Yeah, possibly. What do you think about this, Louis? Well, first of all, I think a tour bus full of people who have that facial recognition blindness where they can't recall other people's faces oh, should yeah. not be touring together.
1: Yeah. Well, Maybe that's why they're out in nature, though they're out of the city, they're out of the stress, the the disease that they have. They're not confronted with this uh, constant reminder that they have the facial recognition disease.
0: There you go. I Isn't think what it's called, I don't know. <laughs> it's like facial recognition blindness or something like that. Oh, so but what I think what this warms my heart is just how many good souls are drunks. Yeah, Yeah.
1: some drunks try and fight you, some piss in (laughs) playgrounds, and some find missing people.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's what I've learned. What do you think about this? Uh,
1: I I think it's pretty silly. And I mean, this guy, in another article, it said that he had fallen asleep in a cabin, which I was unclear on if it was uh, his own cabin or if it was like some just random cabin in the woods that he stumbled upon. You have like a
0: Goldilocks situation
1: yeah but i do like the fact that this guy you know even when he's intoxicated he's out trying to help humanity Yep, he's trying to make the world a better place uh, you know i think at all search parties at the beginning they should always say text your partner
0: (laughs) yes to make sure you're not
1: you're not the person we're looking for
0: (laughs) all right i like it yep
1: Story too. This story
0: comes from kbtx.com. That's a news source more reliable than catfishing on Snapchat with chum. Ah, very funny,
1: Louie. Very yeah. funny.
0: Just throwing chum at your cell phone.
1: I don't I don't think you can catfish on Snapchat. Why not? Catfishing is like you are in like writing notes and stuff to the person, making them think that you're someone that you're not,
0: right? Yeah, you would just be practicing your deep fake videos.
1: Story goes, catfish eaten before
0: being verified can't qualify for record. That's the most American thing ever. You're like, I just caught the world's largest catfish. You know what I'm going to do? Eat it. You know, the only way it could be more American is if you caught it with a string tied to the end of an (laughs) AR-15.
1: Haven't you seen people fish like that, where they throw sticks of dynamite or they shock the water and all the fish jump out into the boat?
0: Shocking the pond. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's very American. <laughs> the laziest or I, thing I've, ever. I've seen the
1: one where they throw dynamite into the, uh, the thing and it
0: kills all the fish and the kids just, fish just float to the top. <laughs> well, so there was an article I saw that I was going to pitch for the podcast that was people were going to poison a lake to kill all the fish to see how many were in there. Oh, that's smart. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uncertainty about the species of a massive catfish that was eaten before it could be vetted by authorities in August has led Connecticut to withdraw its awarding of a new state
0: record. I like how they gave the record out before they vetted it. Like, I I like I like those people. Like, why can't someone give me a a mortgage with a low APR before they vet me?
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Connecticut Fish and Wildlife wrote in a Facebook post on Monday that because it was not able to examine the actual fish, authorities cannot confirm it
0: was a white catfish. However, the guy that caught the fish was never, never got the message because of the great Facebook outage of 2021. (laughs) Yeah, that just happened a few days ago.
1: It was down for three hours, man. Think of all the fish that were caught in that time that would have been awarded the world's largest blank. <laughs> yes. But Facebook was not down. Facebook ruined it for everybody. Yep. I like that there's a white catfish. That does sound like a show on like A&E. It sounds like a show on MTV4. <laughs> Without the ability to examine the actual fish, identification is left to still images and videos, which have proven to be ambiguous and inconclusive to definitively identify the species 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 of a catfish in this case. State Fish and Wildlife wrote, adding that it is not disputing the weight of the catch that was made on August 21st.
0: How can they verify the weight from a picture?
1: Yeah, I would imagine you would have to see it in person, right? For an actual record.
0: Yeah, this is the most loosey goosey record ever. If they're confirming a weight and length, I would just have like a novelty, tiny um, ruler made that was to scale, though. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Like this catfish is 93 feet long. Well,
1: you see all those old pictures, right? Where the guys are holding like a Kraken or like a Sasquatch, and it's like it looks real, but it's obviously fake. Ben Tamakanis, 25 of Coventry, who caught the 21.3 pound fish, said he gave it to his grandfather the
0: morning after he caught it and it was eaten. Yeah, and first of all, you don't give it to Grandpa, and Grandpa's going to use every bit of that too. He's going to make some nice fish broth out of the bones and the guts. There's going to be nothing left.
1: Right? I can't believe that they think it's okay to do this to someone, Tamakanis told the Journal Inquirer. It's such an embarrassment.
0: And I think that's the messed up thing. I think. They should be doing this to them.
1: I don't see why he would be so outraged over the process, right? It's like you caught a world record fish. You're claiming it's a world record fish. And then you gave it away the next day to be eaten. Yeah. Like for a day or two, he's like, grandpa hasn't eaten in seven
0: days. (laughs) Grandpa only eats white catfish.
1: Yeah. I mean, right. There's got to be somewhat of a process. It can be difficult to distinguish between white catfish and channel catfish, which are generally larger. The previous state record for a white catfish was 12.7 pound in fish. The international game fish association has recorded the world record for a white catfish catch to be 19.3 pounds for a fish caught
0: in 2005 in California. So that's crazy though. Cause the fish he caught at 20 pounds is almost double the biggest one in that state. So I think, yeah, if it was that, I'd, I would expect not to eat that catfish and it would be up for a lot of uh, review.
1: Connecticut Department of Energy and Environmental Protection spokesperson Will Healy urged anglers to keep any potential record-breaking fish until authorities have confirmed its species. He acknowledged in an email to the Journal Inquirer that the initial announcement of a new state record was premature.
0: I would just blame the new intern working the uh, State Department of Energy and Environmental Protection's Instagram
1: Yeah. Well, what I find problematic is that we people are literally starving around the world and we have a department dedicated to records of catching fish.
0: (laughs) You have there's a guy on staff whose only job is to measure a catfish.
1: Right, he flies all around the country to measure fish to, to hand out a certificate. And say, congratulations, you have the the largest catfish ever caught.
0: He's like, sorry, honey, I can't go to your sister's wedding. Some dude in Wisconsin caught a muskie, and I gotta go. I gotta hop on the Learjet.
1: I'm gonna say goodbye to you now, Grandma. If you can stay alive a couple more days, I'll be I'm right back. Say my goodbye. <laughs> all
0: right, what do you think, Louis? I think the department kind of dropped the ball a little bit, but I also think the guy that caught it was a little short-sighted in like just serving that up right away.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And to me it seems a little sketchy that that he did that right away, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like if it's the world maybe maybe wait a couple of days, show a couple people except <laughs> instead of you and Pappy, yeah, yeah, you Pappy in a frying pan. <laughs> You know, but you know, your grandpa, when you brought that fish over, he's like, back in my day, I caught a fish two times this size. Uphill both ways. What? (laughs) Without a pole in my bare hands.
0: And no shoes. I wrestled it. And then I threw it at the Kaiser.
1: Ah, uh, it's uh yeah,
0: and we'll post a picture of the <laughs> Grandpappy was like, when I landed at Omaha Beach, and <laughs> I caught nine catfish on the way in while dodging German bullets.
1: <laughs> My pontoon broke down and I rode a catfish in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I threw a catfish at the German turret on the hill, not the guy the over. bullets. I dug myself into a catfish carcass and I
1: crawled across the beach. They didn't know what hit them. It's so <laughs> stupid. And uh, there is a picture of the dude holding the catfish. And it is a blurry photo, like a Sasquatch photo. <laughs>
0: yes, and, uh, that's the uh, other problem a- with it. They're verifying it on a
1: blurry photo. Yeah, right. Uh, and we'll post that photo so you can see it. Yep. All right.
0: I like it. Yep.
1: That's it for today folks we want to thank you so much for listening of of course, you can sign up and help contribute to this program by becoming a Patreon
0: member. That's right. You go to oddanoffbeat.com, hit the Patreon link, and for as little as a couple bucks a month, you can support us. For less than the price of a cup of coffee, you can keep us off the streets. Yes, <laughs>
1: off the streets. Uh, or <laughs> if you want to just give us a five-star review, that would also help out wherever you got this podcast at. Just click five stars, write some uh, some positives comment. And that will help us out.
0: If you don't want to type positive comments, just copy some lorem ipsum and throw it up there. It'll Absolutely. Be all good. Go to
1: a better podcast, copy and paste a comment from their page, and then put it on our page. <laughs> there
0: you go. It's all about the con- comment. <laughs> all fact. right. Where can people see you this week, Louie? From the 13th to the 17th, I'll still be at the Arizona State Fair in Arizona. In the... Is the
1: Arizona State Fair in Arizona?
0: Okay. Yes, wow, it is. Wow. It's in Phoenix. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be on the uh, carnival stage. So where can I catch you? Uh, I
1: am going to be in Seattle hanging out from the 12th to the 15th. Uh, Eric and I are going to be up there for some doctor's appointments. And then uh, I'm going to the Oddities Convention on the 16th in Portland. And then I'm going to see Flogging Molly on the 17th. None of those are actual. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. Oh, you're seeing Flogging Molly on the 17th in Portland? Yeah, in Eugene. Okay. Uh, Carrie Lynn and Ella are going on the 16th in Seattle. With the Violet Femmes. Yes, and me 1st yes. the gimme give I think they'll send you a report and let you know how it was. See if you really <laughs> like, want to go.
1: Actually, the show wasn't very good. You probably don't want to go. Yeah.
0: Well, I was. I mentioned to Elle. I'm like, you gonna go in the mosh pit? She's like, heck yeah. I'm like, you probably don't want to go in there. Ah, uh, flogging
1: Molly. Now, flogging Molly might be a little rough. Some yeah. mosh pits are much more gentle than other mosh pits. Like, you know, you know, uh, like uh, Bob Marley you, mosh you pits the, are the, a lot different than Metallica mosh
0: pits. Yeah, the, the, the Symphony mosh pit, much more tame than the Gwar mosh pit. <laughs> all right, folks. Well, we want to thank
1: you so much for listening. If you want to send us a message, you could do so at info at com. Check us out on all the social sites. Uh, thanks again for listening. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Off Beak Podcast. Stay weird.